The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Well, hey, 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 it's a great day to be together. And as we were finishing yesterday, I was saying, don't you want a free life? Don't you want a life where you have no no burden on your shoulders and you live in joy, you live in happiness, you have peace and you can just walk. You can walk it out. You can keep, you can maintain just the daily uh, stresses. So the only way to really get to that point is you have to go back to the beginning of your life and dig. You have to dig through all the, the hurts and the people that have harmed you and the people that you need to forgive and get it Get yourself up to date. Get yourself up to date with God so that there's nothing that you're holding against someone in the past. Here's a verse. Let's let's do this. Galatians 5, 13 to 14. It's life in the spirit. It says you, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free. You were called to be free. But do not use your freedom to indulge in the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. Wow. You know, we want to do that, don't we? We want to love one another. We want to be free. I'll give you one more verse and then we'll keep going. But it says in, in Matthew five forty four, love your enemies. Love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. Pray for those who mistreat you or persecute you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus sets the bar so high, doesn't he? Oh my goodness. Wow. So high. So today we want to, we are in the midst of the 12 steps to forgiveness and we want to do step seven, eight, and nine. So if you missed the first six steps, go back because they're, they're kind of foundational. So we're, you, you've caught us right in the middle, but we're on step seven, eight, and nine. So step seven says, destroy your list. So that was your homework yesterday. You had to make a list and you had to make it specific and detailed of of who you were forgiving and what you were forgiving. And so step seven, you're going to destroy that list. I love it. I love it. I love it. I've done so many women's events where we forgive. We learn about forgiveness. And then this is really cool. So we put paper shredders around the room. And at the end of the night, we go shred. We shred our list. It's really fun. So that's one way you can destroy your list. You can get a paper shredder, and you, you're going to shred it. What I like about destroying the list of the offenses of people that have harmed you, and I, I'm not taking that lightly. I know there have been some serious harm, serious offenses. But when you shred it, you can say later, when, when the enemy comes against you and says, well, you haven't forgiven them, you can be like, no, no, I did. In January 2022, I shredded. I forgave, and I'm done. And so it's a way of resisting the enemy and saying, no, you can't bring that back up in my life. I dealt with it. I, I gave it to God. I prayed it through. I cried it through. And, and I'm, I, I'm done. I, ha- I had other friends, they, they took their list. This is a good one. And they put it in a coffee can and they buried it in the backyard. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they didn't dig it up. So anytime that 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 those thoughts come against you again, you're like, no, it's buried in the backyard, and I'm not going to go dig that up. No way, it's done. Uh, at at our church, we have a on the patio on the front of the patio. There's a little slit inside the cross, and you can put it. You can put a piece of paper in that cross. We're like, you know what? I'm letting that go today. Letting that go. I don't know what you need to let go today, but there's somebody that you need to let go because you don't want to live in anger. You don't want to live in frustration. So now you're free. Once you've destroyed that list, there is a really cool freedom that comes. And that's why when I was talking about step two, which is facing the hurt and hate, you 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 met on your list, you need to put the strongest emotions and feelings that you can write out, that you can come up with because you want to get to the depth of how that made you feel. And so then by the time you get to step seven, when you've destroyed that list, maybe a burn barrel, our youth group, that was so cool. We would do forgiveness and we'd put burn barrels in the parking lot and they'd burn it. Maybe you want to burn your list. You are free. You are free before the Lord. So sometimes step seven, you might want to tell the offender what you've done. Whoa. Sometimes you don't. So that that's, this is totally up to you and it's up to the situation. But sometimes there's a great freedom in telling that person, I want you to know I have let it go. I have forgiven you. Now that doesn't necessarily mean you're eating Thanksgiving dinner with them. (laughs) No, you have to understand, uh, we're talking about forgiveness on these shows. We're not necessarily talking about boundaries and moving forward and what your life's going to look like. We're talking about you personally in your heart, in your mind to truly get to the root of any bitterness or any hate or any anger against some other person because of the cross, because of God, because of the hope of his son on the cross, you can, you can forgive. And so once you let it go, that that's a whole nother discussion is. So what does your life look like with that person? The person that you may need to forgive could even be dead. Wow. Have you thought about that? You might need to go to the cemetery and forgive that person. And you're doing that before the Lord. You're saying, God, I'm, I have lived. They're not even alive anymore, but I have held this against them. And the reason you have to go to that cemetery and forgive them and make a list and, and give your heart to the Lord and say, I release them from this is so that you can be free so that you can move forward. Because if you hold it against them, your body will suffer your mind, your emotions. You talk about a great mental health exercise. These 12 steps to forgiveness will help you mentally and emotionally. If you take it before the Lord. So the other thing to remember This forgiveness is between you and God. This is personal. This is private. Yes, you can decide if you need to invite a trusted Christian friend into the conversation just to help you process. That's awesome. I've done that a million times. Or even hire a counselor to process it, depending on the depth and the length of your list. That's healthy. That's a good thing. We all have a doctor, right? We have a dentist. We have an accountant. Maybe you have a lawyer. Having a really good, healthy Christian counselor is worth the investment. And so that may be what you want to do, or it's just between you and God. And and take the time. Do your homework and spend the time with him. 
So step seven, destroying that list. (laughs) And oh, it's so worth the freedom. All right. Are we ready? We got two more today. Step eight. Step eight. So now that your list is destroyed, don't expect that your decision to forgive will result in major changes in the other person. Mm. Oh, bummer. Instead, pray for them. We read that Matthew 544. Pray for your enemies. Pray that they too would find the freedom of forgiveness, right? Have you ever taken a moment and stopped and actually prayed for the people you've forgiven, actually prayed for your enemies? (laughs) See what kind of heart surgery God will do when you do that. It's biblical, but it's not that easy, but you can do it. You know, so we were saying, doesn't mean you're going to have Thanksgiving dinner with them. What do I mean by that? Well, the forgiveness is between you and the Lord. And maybe they can come back in your life, but sometimes they can't. Depends on what happened. And sometimes they can't. And when they can't, that's okay. They can't. They could even be in jail. They might be in jail. I I don't know where they're at. They could have had a legal repercussion. But once you've forgiven them, you are free. You are trying to free yourself from the burden of carrying it around, from the burden of carrying the hurt and the hate and the disappointment around. And that's why forgiveness, it's free. It's beautiful. Jesus on the cross, on the cross, he forgave everything you've ever done. And he also forgave, he gives you the ability to forgive whatever anyone's done against you. They've done, I know they've done a lot of things against you. So it just depends if you're going to tell them. Sometimes you are, sometimes you're not. It just depends if you're going to be in relation with them again. Sometimes you are, sometimes you're not. And God will lead you in that. That's why we have the Holy Spirit. He leads us. He guides us. He helps us. He's our helper. And he'll show you that. And you'll know. I really believe you'll know. And if you don't, you need to get that Christian friend to help walk you through that. You know, we talk, those are the big things, right? But the little things, the little things we have to forgive too. What about your boss? What about your coworkers? What about your, your teacher or family members? What can you just let go? You know, maybe there's just, let's make a list of things. We're just going to let it go. It's okay. The person is more valuable than the irritants. The person is more valuable than the frustrations. And so, you know, sometimes we have to forgive the small things so that we can stay in relation. Forgive quickly if you're in a marriage. Forgive quickly with your kids. I'm not saying it's all right. I'm not saying it's all okay. I'm saying you forgive them. They make mistakes. We make mistakes. All of us make mistakes. So that's step eight. And then now step nine, try to understand the people that you have forgiven. Now, it doesn't mean that what they did was right, but try to understand them because they are victims also. Maybe they were hurt. If you can understand, get inside their shoes and imagine why did they do what they did? Why were they the way they were? Ask God to show you. And it just gives you compassion. It gives you an understanding. God will show you. And so just try to understand them because maybe what they did was wrong, but if you know why they did it, it does sometimes help you to forgive, helps you to understand them. So that's step, step seven, eight, nine. And tomorrow we're going to do 10, 11, and 12. Wow. 12 steps to forgiveness. It's not a, it's not a quick, short process. 
But forgive quickly. Be a person of forgiveness because you don't want to live with bitterness and anger and frustration all the time. Dig those roots out. That's what we're doing. We're going deep. We're digging out. We want to be women that forgive, that live free, that live in hope, that we have happiness, that we have joy. (laughs) Don't let someone hold you back because they were wrong or they were bad. No. And don't hold yourself back. want to forgive ourselves. Forgive ourselves. We make mistakes. God's forgiven you. God's going to help you to forgive. He loves you. His arms were so wide on that cross. It was like a big teddy bear hug. His arms couldn't have gotten any wider. He loves you. He wants to hug you. He wants to help you to be free. Well, I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you are listening to Simply for Women. I hope you'll stay with us. We have a guest coming right up, and there is so much more to this show. We want you to be encouraged. (music) 